Wales side against Georgia, and it should be quite a game. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Often in an autumn series against a non-Tier 1 nation, Wales made loads of changes and maybe been a bit less coherent as a result. Not this time though, a strong team. A couple of potential new caps on the bench, David Jenkins and Dane Blacker. One in the starting lineup, Josh McLeod. The Scarlet's back rower who's twice been in line for a first cap, only to pick up an injury while in the Wales camp. So, what has coach Wayne Kuvac been doing to ensure it's third time lucky? Not a lot, to be honest. Uh, we've just had a, a couple of unit sessions this morning and Josh was flying into it, so uh, not holding back at all. It's an interesting story, isn't it? He's been selected twice before and unfortunately picked up injuries. So third time lucky and, um, you know, we're all pleased that he's uh, getting an opportunity and we're, uh, we can't wait to see him go. Yeah, just explain the thinking. Four test matches, so we've just got to be a little bit careful with some players. Toby's had two very, very big games, 80-minute games, where both in attack and defence he's, he's been uh, to the fore. So we just think uh, giving him less than 80 minutes this week uh, will benefit him for a week's time. And it's an opportunity, as we say, to see Josh. Josh, very strong over the ball, gives us in tandem with Jack Morgan you know, some threats over the ball defensively, which um, you know, we're looking forward to seeing how those two operate together. So yeah, he's, he's one that we need to learn about at this level. He brings a lot of physicality into the training session, so we hope that transfers into the game. I'm talking about new caps or potential new caps. David Jenkins on the bench and no Alan Wynne-Jones. Just explain those decisions. Yeah, again, we're, we're sort of looking at this week. There's also uh, an eye on next week. David's available this week, but not next week with the IRB uh, Reg 9. So we think that uh, he's back on the playing field now over his injury. He's got a leadership role there at Exeter, going very well. So it's a good time for us to get him into the environment he's been in before, helped us prep for South Africa, did very, very well in a live scenario match that we had internally. So yeah, we, we want to have a look at him and we think this is the obvious time to do that and uh, Al will be fresh for next week. Dane Blacker, scrum half as well? Yes, and again, uh, we need to see him now in a match. He's been in camp now for three weeks, working very, very hard on his game. He's been watching the other two and learning and uh, so hopefully he'll get, a, get an opportunity in the game. Louis Rees-Samick clearly did enough at fullback to stay there. Jack Morgan in the back row, ditto. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we've sort of looked at the Australian game and, and players that are going to be unavailable and, and we've left the majority of them out. But Louis has had the one start at fullback. We want to put him back out there and uh, see how he goes, how he backs that performance up because we need to know what the serious options are going forward for us in that back three. And, uh, you know, he was very, very promising on game one. And Jack Morgan... Yeah, look, I think um, you know when you bring guys off the bench, you want them to make impact, and he certainly made impact, um, both with the ball and defensively. He's won a little bit of size, which is what we're after. He's very strong now, and uh, I think uh, it's exciting to see him go, as I said, in tandem with Josh McLeod and Justin Tiprick. Uh, it'll be exciting to watch those three go. And Lee Halfpenny on the bench, is that with an eye to next week as well? Yeah, well, Louie won't be here next week, so uh, we're down to about four back three players in the squad, so... It's important that we got Josh back and get uh, some game time into him and uh, it's a bit of a rest for Rio but he'll be available for next week so there is a bit of eye to next week as well as obviously having to get a job done against a, a good Georgian team. And what do you make of Georgia? Obviously a couple of years ago you've had experience of playing them but uh, maybe they've fallen off a bit since then? Well, you know, we've looked at them very closely and uh, I think they're trying to move a bit more ball than they used to. 
got a very handy fullback who's got good footwork and uh, likes to play a bit. So, you know, we're going to have to keep an eye on them. There's no doubt about that. They're very physical. Uh, you saw that in the game with Samoa, two physical teams going at it. Uh, so, you know, we're going to have to front up as we did last week physically with the ball and without the ball. So that's our challenge is to back up last week and go again for another 80 uh, because if we uh, if we don't go for the full 80, we'll, we'll be in trouble like any side. Any player that captains Exeter is obviously a serious player. It's a whirlwind for Dan Jenkins, albeit you've said he's been in and around the, the squad. And he's already, in dispatches has been mentioned as a bolter for the World Cup. He, he may be beyond that. We'll see, won't we? He's certainly going well in training. Uh, you know, the first session today, uh, the classroom work yesterday. You know, he's a fast learner. He's picked everything up uh, straight away and did well in training this morning, the unit's work. So, you know, he's very much looking forward to hopefully getting onto the park on Saturday and showing what he can do. He's a big man. He's only young, as you say, but he's got quite a bit of experience for his age already, as you alluded to with Exeter. And... Uh, with Rob Baxter having him in the leadership group there, and he's captain the side last weekend, it speaks volumes of how he's thought of there. This game, traditionally over 10, 15 years, has been tough for Wales in that sometime coaches can, between a rock and a hard place in terms of selection, getting the balance between giving players a chance and opportunity, but also you need that cornerstone. Was that on your mind? Yeah, well, there's a number of factors in terms of the selection that... that there's uh, the backbone of the team that played last week is involved and that's one, a sign of respect for the opponent who I think have improved. We also have a, another game next week and we didn't want to make wholesale changes and then have to make wholesale changes the following week. So a bit of continuity from last week. I think it's really important for this group that we back that performance up with a, another good performance. It was nowhere near perfect, we know that. Um, we're working hard to uh, be a little bit more ruthless on attack and some of the opportunities we're creating making sure we finish more of them off. And we want to maintain that defensive effort, but with a lot more discipline. Um, because again, two games in a row, we gave away the first half dozen penalties. Uh, 17 points the first week and, and six last weekend. So we want to start a lot better in terms of our discipline. Away from the rugby field, we saw a lovely moment, the, the squad clapping the, the Welsh football team uh, away on their journey to Qatar. Um, Shows the togetherness and obviously many football fans amongst the, amongst the squad. Yeah, too right. Everybody's got their favourite team and, and clearly with Wales going, it's going to be a country effort, isn't it? Getting in behind the boys and, you know, a lot of our players know a lot of the football boys and it was a pleasure to be in the hotel with them actually and, and to see them off because it's a, a massive stage and they're going to represent the country well. We know that and uh, they've got our full support. Yes, both Wales football and rugby teams in action over the next couple of weeks, so it's an exciting time for all sports lovers. Captain Justin Tipperick plays his third game in a row in this series. He's faced Georgia a couple of times in the last few years with rather contrasting fortunes. A good win in the 2019 World Cup, while he took a bang to the head in Tlethley a couple of years ago. So, what can he tell us about what it's like to play against Georgia? Big physical man, a very good set-piece team, and they're just getting better and better all the time. Uh, you can see um, they're getting coached well and they're playing in the top leagues as well now and that's only going to make them better and better. But they uh, lost at home to Samoa last week, so uh, you'll have something to analyse there in terms of weaknesses, I guess? Yeah, to be fair, though, Samoa are getting better and better all the time as well, um, especially since the slight rule change of players, they, they're a pretty good back row out. So, um, no, like you say, there's a few uh, things that we could take from that game. Um, and, uh, and George are going to be pumped up after that, especially losing at home to Samoa. As I say, you've had contrasting experiences against them. 
looking back to the 19 World Cup, what was the, the way to beat them on that occasion? Yeah, we started well um, during the World Cup, obviously, had a lot of time together, prepared very well, a lot of training camps and hard work gone into it. I set us up good for, for the World Cup, really, and no, similar to this weekend, uh, we want to keep the momentum going after the Argentina game. We know we've got a lot of things to work on, and hopefully we can put that right against Georgia on Saturday. But a couple of fairly close games in the home matches against them, 18-0 in Flanathli and 13-6 in Cardiff five years ago. Do you actually remember anything about the, the match in Flanathli? Uh, yeah, yeah, bits of it, bits of it. Um, it's part of the game, obviously, having a concussion. They're a tough, nitty-gritty team, and if you let them into the game, they're going to stay there all game. So uh, you know, we, we've got to try and start well and make sure we do everything right and you know, not let them into the game with our mistakes. Six changes this week, but that's probably fewer than there are for this type of international most autumns. How do you think that's going to help you? I think it's just about the consistency. There's different combinations in different areas of the field, so it's making sure that we're working well together and um, obviously knowing each other's role and how we're going to help each other in certain parts of the game. I think we've learned probably from the past when you make a lot of changes, it, it's hard to try and get the flow of things right. So uh, I think I'm guessing... Well, we learn our lessons from that. One of the new men is Josh McLeod. Third time lucky for him, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. It's horrible to obviously what's happened to Josh, but it just shows his resilience and his attitude um, and the type of person he is to just keep coming back no matter what. Yeah, looking forward to going out there with him and Jack on, on Saturday. How's that going to work, that back row combination? Because Josh has probably played more often at six or seven than eight. Yeah, obviously we just got to work well together and there's certain things that we put in plan. I won't talk too much detail now, but um, there's certain things where people are doing different things in the game. So, um, yeah, we've all got to complement each other and make sure that, like last weekend, we work hard for each other and set the tone of the game. And Georgia in the World Cup is, I think, 11 months away now. How much do you look to set the tone against them with a view to that in mind and you know, have something up on them, if you like? Uh, we're not looking too far ahead, to be honest. It's just more about us building momentum from the last game. It's still a long way away, 11 months, so um, yeah, it's more about the here now. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. One of the things Wales want to see more of here and now is attacking threat. Backs coach Stephen Jones is delighted that everyone, including Josh McLeod, has come through training this week. All present are correct, which is great, and uh, you know that's what we want: a healthy squad to pick from. Uh, we worked the guys very hard over the last few weeks, and uh, it's great, as you can see from selection, that we got some players uh, uh, back from injury, and uh, that's what you want as a coach: you want a healthy squad to pick from, and uh, you want selection headaches, and it's, it's wonderful that we've got players returning to us. Josh McLeod, closer to a cap than he's ever been before. What's it taken for him as someone you know well? What's it taken for him to get back to this point? A lot of hard work, you know, and your know, credit to uh, Josh. He was very unfortunate to miss out because I believe it was a Scotland game he was selected for and then had a nasty injury. And uh, for him to come back is full credit to him. Just the commitment he's showing in with the Scarlets and his performances down there. And you know, he's knuckled down, he's absorbed uh, comments that coaches are given and delighted to see him get his opportunity this uh, weekend. A win against Argentina, saw the physical side step up, the defensive side maybe. 
Can we see a bit more from the attacking side, do you think, this week? Well, first of all, we have to be really smart in how we play the game because let's talk about the opposition first and utmost respect to the Georgians. The vast majority of them play in the, in the top 14 for very, very good clubs in the top 14 and having been privileged enough to play with a few of them, with Claremont, they're very, very physical players. They love the set-piece, as we know, so uh, we respect what they're going to bring. But from our, our perspective, you're right, we have to be accurate in what we do. Uh, we have to be patient. We have to be prepared to stick to our game plan, and the ball is in our court from that aspect. Strange game two years ago, early in your international coaching career. What do you learn from that that you can take into this? Well, obviously... Um, there was a first group game against Georgia in the World Cup, but we were strong in that game. I thought we were very uh, economical and smart in the way we played, which obviously enabled us uh, in the last 20 minutes to, uh, to perform. But uh, yeah, sticking to the game plan is going to be key. In terms of getting that back attacking going, when you won the championship, seemed to have a really good record of scoring inside their 22. That seems to have dropped off. What do you think... Uh, I, I think it's a really good question. I think if you look at this campaign, if you look at the Argentina game, for example, I think you would get 20 points to six up after about 65 minutes and you know, come on, let's kick on, isn't it? You know what I mean? But for us as coaches, it's good learning as I've come out from, from that game and that's important that we transfer those learnings and make sure that when those opportunities come, that we are more clinical because it's one thing, as you said, moving up the pitch to the 22 metre. Obviously, defensive systems change when you get uh, from 22 metres in, but it's us having the ability to recognise that where's the space, can we still play with speed and can we cross that line? And that is a good challenge for us. Have people sort of worked out your attacking structure a bit or are you just not as effective at it? I don't think people have worked us out because we're evolving all the time ourselves. What we have to be is more efficient and we've identified certain areas to do that so we can transfer our entries uh, from the 22 over to the trial. And that, that is key for us. I've heard from Graham Henry, Steve Hansen talking about rule changes they like to see to encourage that sort of play. Right. Is there anything you'd like to see them look at that you think would help the backs get a bit more space? No, I, th- I think, listen, we've had quite a few law changes in of late. I think we're still uh, adapting and finding ways to maximise those law changes. And, you know, that's sort of one aspect of the game. But for, for us, it is concentrating on upskilling ourselves, making sure we're more efficient, what we can control, really, so uh, we can get the results we want. Obviously last week there had to be a lot of concentration on defence after the All Blacks game and before Argentina. Have you had uh, more time in in charge this week to concentrate on the the attacking side of the game? The working week is split in such a way you have to get your balance right across lots of uh, areas, whether it be contact area, attacking game, defensive game, set piece, your back starters, you know, there's lots of things to cover constantly and... uh, We've got to make sure as a coaching group as we continually drive each area so that we're improving week on week. And that's the goal this week. We simply have to be better this week than we were last week. We're looking forward to that. As far as Georgia are concerned, you put six tries on them in the 2019 World Cup. Their two visits to Wales have been two tries and one try. I think you've managed to, to score. Where is this Georgian side at the moment after losing at home last week to Samoa. Yeah, it was a tough game though. It was a very close game that uh, we've had a good look at that um, performance from Georgia. Their strengths are their set piece. We know that. Yes, they are evolving their game plan. You look at the 15, a very, very good player for them. You know, Obviously, nine tries to orchestrate a lot of the play around him, but you know they're very direct, they're very physical. They enjoy the collisions. From an attacking perspective, yes, we have to have ball movement and, and play in the right areas, but you know, we have to deal with collisions as well because ultimately we, ha- we want to generate quick ball. And if we don't do that, then the game's a lot harder, we know. But if we do, then we can play on our terms, which is what we want to do. 
11 months before you meet in Nantes in the next World Cup. Is there an element this weekend of uh, trying to get uh, one over on the Georgians, score a few tries and uh, maybe uh, get a one up before the World Cup meeting? Well, because we live in so much in the here and now, listen, we are aware of what's uh, on the horizon, but the key for us is our performances is improved this week. We challenge ourselves in a, a number of areas to up our standards and uh, we're looking forward to that being transferred to the pitch. If we deliver that, then we'll be happy as a coaching group. A couple of um, young and relatively inexperienced guys on the bench in Sam Costello and Dane Blacker. Are you hoping that the game is such that you can get them on relatively early, give them a good run? Well, obviously Sam had a taste of international rugby against New, uh, New Zealand. Dane's come in, he's trained very, very well. Last season he's performed well for the Scarlets and, and this year as well. So uh, obviously we'd like to try and expose uh, Dane to international rugby, but obviously we're paying huge amount of respects to George as well and we've got to make sure that we perform first before. It's not a case of empty now, bench willy-nilly, it's got to be calculated. One of the players will be at the heart of those attempts to see a more effective attacking game will be centre Owen Watkin. Yeah, obviously I'm really pleased to finally get a start in this campaign. I hopefully I get obviously a lot of ball in hand and it's an opportunity for me to show what I can. I feel like I've shown what I can do off the bench and obviously now's my time to sort of take that opportunity they've given me. That partnership with George, he's been injured a lot of the time. You've been at the Ospreys together, but you've had a bit of a chance now to build that relationship. Have you, have you seen it improve and change? Yeah, obviously um, we've had a couple of games in the centre together for the Ospreys and I feel like um, so our combination, we, we know how each other plays, how we defend, how we attack, what we sort of like. So I don't feel like that's going to be an issue. I feel like we've had enough sort of reps together to know, know what each other wants. Has there been a feeling that last week the physicality stepped up? Maybe this week's a chance for the adventure, the excitement to step up? Um, I think for us, again, we know it's going to be a huge physical battle. Obviously, New Zealand game, we didn't step up to the mark. Argentina, I thought we delivered. And, you know, Georgia, big physical side with a big pack. And we're going to have to front up physically first before we do try and sort of throw the ball. But we're going to have to sort of beat him up up front, I think. Has the mood been a little bit different this week because of the win at Argentina? It's given you more of a sort of building block, I suppose. Yeah, like I think we're obviously more confident. We know we performed really well against uh, Argentina and that's obviously boosted us this week and obviously we're still working really hard and there's a lot to work on, but um, we prepared really well for, for the game Saturday. You're known for your defence and how much is it a chance to A, build on that and show we can do, but also show the other side? Yeah, I think obviously the coach is really happy with me defensively. But like I said, I want an opportunity to get my hands on a ball and show what I can do with it because I, I know what I'm capable of and um, hopefully this Saturday I can show that. What does that take? Because sometimes you watch the ping pong that was going on and on Saturday and you just watch the ball going over your head and you thought, yeah, I want to get into this game. Yeah, obviously that's sort of part and parcel of the game. you just got to be patient and if you sort of stay in the game and stay in the moment, your time will come eventually. So I think that's a um, big part of it is just being patient. We know the Georgians as a, as a hard team up front. We saw what they did in Lethley two years ago. Wayne was sort of saying they've changed a little bit. They're, they're looking to attack a bit more. Just give us more of a picture of what you expect from them. Yeah, obviously they're known for the sort of dominant scrum line-out set-piece. Obviously they've got some really good attacking backs and they do look to throw the ball around. They play quite deep behind the game line. So for us, we know there's a chance we can sort of go get and take this space away. But obviously they have got threats in the team and hopefully we can do a job on those threats on the weekend. And having been on the bench in the first two games, obviously Nick isn't around for the last one, you're starting this one. It's a chance to really finish the autumn series on a, on a high for yourself. Yeah, obviously if I, if I perform this weekend, then hopefully get an opportunity against Australia. But um, for us, we're just focusing on, on Saturday's game. How much has Nick's presence helped you uh, in that battle? Yeah, obviously me, George, Nick and Joe Hawkins all pushing. We all want to start. And obviously when, when you're not starting on a bench and not involved, it is frustrating, but obviously... The, last two weeks Nick and George have started so I've obviously had to 
help them prepare them and this week is sort of my turn to start so Nick's obviously preparing me as, as best as possible and ready for Saturday so it's, it's obviously frustrating but you've got to do what's best for the team. Sometimes you play 13, 12 that would you prefer and do you prefer this position? For me yeah, like, like, I don't mind either as long as I'm on that field. I find 12 I get a lot more ball than 13 but obviously like I said it's, it's all about the team if, if they say I'm suited for 13 for this game then that's just the way it is I go accept where I am but as long as I'm playing I don't mind. So, fascinating game this weekend and really interesting to see just how Wales are shaping up ahead of the final Autumn International against Australia. Plenty for next week, but until then, from the Welsh Rugby Union podcast, goodbye.